Welcome to another episode of Tiffin Cast. I speak with photography industry leaders who make it a habit of inspiring others, bridging craft and commerce to help you create a sustainable and creative business. Today's guest is Vanessa Joy, a wedding and portrait photographer based in New Jersey. Vanessa is also an author of a new book that I've just pre-ordered called The Off-Camera Flash Handbook, 32 Scenarios for Creating Beautiful Light and Stunning Photographs. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is truly a joy. No pun intended, but it is <laughs> No, really pun am- is always intended. I love <laughs> the is pun. Always, indeed. <laughs> it is every time. Uh, and uh, Now, I get uh, bits and pieces of your teaching through video, and we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, I binge watch your videos, honestly, because I think every single one of them. I, and I remember one that where you talk about how and why the nifty 50 is your favorite lens and i was like <laughs> what <laughs> this is great actually it's not my favorite lens it's it is just the one that i use the most it is, is actually it? not not my favorite <laughs> okay all right we'll talk about that too yeah um, well you know the, the the main reason i i really am excited to talk to you about today is, is the book that you've just uh you know it's kind of come out in april i believe uh, the pre-order is on right now through Rocky Nook, and I would love to talk to you about the idea of off-camera flash, which I think a lot of photographers get antsy, antsy mm-hmm. and anxious over, and uh, you know, it is something that challenges people, right? Um, Absolutely. Talk, talk to us a little bit about your own journey through off-camera flash a little bit in terms of how you uh, discovered it, uh, decided to embrace it, and now obviously are an expert at it. Well, it started when I was working for another photographer, another wedding photographer, when I first started out. And we had to do a job by ourselves. We, meaning myself uh, and the now owner of that company, us two girls had to go out there. And he was a traditional photographer and very adamant about us using off-camera flash during the family formals at at the ceremony inside the church which I still do to this day. And I don't recall what system it was or, you know, triggers I had. All I remember is testing the light and it worked. And then we put everybody in there, 30 different people. And then we go to take the picture and the flash doesn't fire. And then it doesn't fire again. And then it doesn't fire again. And we were just, you know, I was too new to understand even how to troubleshoot a flash, which is something that no one teaches how to troubleshoot it. Like if your flash isn't firing, how to figure out why Hmm. nobody covers that. I do cover that in my book because had I known that I could probably could have figured it out, but we're standing there with 30 people flash, not firing. So, you know, what do you do? You pop a flash on your camera and, you know, try to bounce it off a dark church ceiling (laughs) because I was really, really smart back then. But (laughs) so I hate, I hated flash. I hated flash for a really long time and I think I hated flash in the way that most people hate flash because you all start shooting natural light because that's what your phone does or you know that's what automatically happens is you have a camera that usually doesn't have a flash on it 
So we all start shooting natural light. And then we want to use flash because we either need more light or we want to try something new. And there's just this massive learning curve that, you know, you don't know why it doesn't fire. You don't know why it looks like total crap. Or worse yet, you're actually doing it right, but you don't realize that the photos that you're looking at on Instagram are totally fake and retouched and not even, you know, retouching pimples away, retouching light placement. And it's yeah. super frustrating, super frustrating. Um, I talk about all this stuff in my book. I'm, I have a whole chapter <laughs> that's dedicated to it. it it's entitled, uh, but light doesn't do that. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I love just, it. <laughs> it's just trying to get you to see what, what is actually real so that, you know, sure. you're not thinking it's impossible. So that's where I am now, you know, 10 years later from that experience, I probably picked up flash again and just tried to start learning it. And it was at a time where I was in a rut with my photography because I was bored. I was pushing natural light as much as I could. And now I needed something else. So I pushed past it all. And I do have to say buying gear that is known for not failing or not misfiring, like my pro photo gear is made it a lot easier because then at the very least, if something went wrong, I knew it was my fault versus <laughs> trying to troubleshoot something crazy happening, which I've had crazy things happen, like parts of transmitters melting in front of the infrared sensor on my strobe. And that's why it oh wasn't my. firing. Like I've had the craziest stuff happen. So that wow. was really helpful. Just being able to be like, okay, something's going wrong and it's probably my fault. So at least we can start there. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. So you've, you've had quite the journey from, you know, having difficulties working with flash to figuring it out. And now you have a, a book out about mm -hmm. using flash. So, um, what do you see or sense are the current challenges that photographers are facing when it comes to even setting up one light, I mean, what is it that people are, are just sort of aching for in terms of a solution? I think they're just looking for, I'm not going to say the easy way out. I don't want to say they're looking for an easy way out, but they're looking for a more practical explanation mm. and application of it. So when they, when you think flash as a natural light photographer, you think, oh, that's a different type of brand that's not going to match my light and airy look or you know you, you come up with a million excuses in your head but the truth is what you really need is some kind of practical way of starting to use it when should i use it when can it actually help my pictures look more ah. light and airy you know so that's why the you know when rocky nook and i wanted to create a book together weirdly enough i wanted to do it on flash i actually laughed to myself and my husband like can you believe i wrote a book on flash like i hated this crap <laughs> <laughs> um but when we, we sat down or like so how are we gonna you know write this how is it gonna be different from all the other flash books out there and that was my thing i wanted it to be more of a guidebook i wanted all these you know 32 practical scenarios or not even just scenarios it's not a what if book it's like I want to create that golden hour glow. How do I do that? Great. That's chapter five. I want to photograph during a sunset. How do I make that happen? Wonderful. That's chapter 15. It's, it's simple. You don't have to actually read the whole book. You don't actually have to understand every little concept to just pick up the flash and start doing something with it. And that, that's my goal because I think that's, that's the biggest fantastic. challenge that's is you great. just got to pick up the flash and start, start experimenting. That, that is amazing, really. Right there is uh, 
uh, you know, I don't know what it's, what it's going to be selling for on Amazon, but uh, whatever the the price of the book is, it's really, I mean, that is it, right? That that little nugget of uh, you know advice is what I hope most of my, most of my photographer friends who are listening in will will take away from it is that you got to go out and practice. Uh, you know, you've got to make the effort to you know read up on you know how it's done, then go out and just see what happens. You know, nothing. You're not going to break anything. You're not going to have any, <laughs> any. You know, you're, nothing's going to. The world's not going to come to an end. Uh, yeah. So just get out there and make things happen. Find somebody to photograph and and see what happens. Um, do you? Let, let me ask you this about. You know, a lot of the the scenarios are more portrait oriented, I imagine. But you are well known as a wedding photographer. How much of this can you bring to a wedding? Uh, you know, especially when time is a, a bit of a factor, right? I mean, like, how can you like do you do you walk people through how to set up things quickly and things like that, or is that uh, something that you defer to the videos that you post on YouTube? I really think quickly just comes with experience. This book. Every single thing can be applied to a wedding photo. Whether you want to set up all those lights or have all that time to set up is another story. But uh, the nighttime photo, for example, and I think it might even be the photo that's in the book. I shot that this one photo with off-camera flash, two lights in nine seconds. The metadata showed me I took three pictures, nine seconds from start to finish because that's the time I had before the taxi driver behind them ran them over because we were in the middle of the street. (laughs) And in New York, nobody cares if you're in a wedding dress. As long as you're in the middle of the street, they're going to beep and run you over. So, um, you know, it can be applied to anything. It's, you know, weddings. The hardest problem that I had writing this book was having to go out and and take non-wedding examples because I had every example of every scenario at a wedding, but I didn't want to pigeonhole people into thinking it was a book for wedding photographers. So I had to do shoots that were like, okay, I have a normal person here, (laughs) not someone (laughs) in a wedding dress. Fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. I mean, I think the fact that the book appeals to, you know, both portrait photographers uh, and wedding photographers, I think is a, is a big win, I think, for, for you and Rocky Nook as well. Um, yeah. uh, when it comes to learning from you, we have already talked a little bit about the YouTube channel that you have that's extremely popular. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you are very actively uh, adding more videos to that. What can we expect to see from you in terms of uh, the use of flash shoes or off-camera flash shoes? Oh, gosh. I mean, I have this sickness where I just can't stand being bored. And I always dream and I keep doing new things. So as far as what you can expect from me is pretty much everything. Right now on my YouTube channel, which is just youtube.com forward slash Vanessa Joy, of course, you can search it as well. I have a beginner's video like Flash 101, like this is the light, this is a trigger, this is how this talks to the light and why and that kind of thing. Um, And then I also have another flash video that's, you know, the easiest way to use off-camera flash, in my opinion, which is creating that golden hour glow. I think that's one of the safest, easiest ways to just start using it because it has a lot of room for error. So you can definitely expect lots more on my YouTube channel. Uh, And then we'll probably be doing some fun stuff with this book. If you're in the New York area, we are planning a kind of I don't want to say book signing because then no one will show up. Uh, at least I don't think. Um, but like a book preview night yeah. Uh, yeah. with wine, wine and cheese, and awesome. then people will show up. So um, be on the lookout for that too. Awesome, awesome. A- any plans for a workshop that sort of follows the the, <laughs> the book in a way? I mean, it would seem like it would make sense to have 
a workshop or a day-long thing where you you know people come and say hey listen let's do five of the scenarios versus all 32 obviously you know where we can experiment and you can show them the ropes is that something that you might be considering as well yeah, Sasha, you are not good for my sickness of overdoing it because that is a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I don't have one, but now now I really, you know, workshops are the hardest thing for me because yeah. out of everything that I do, they take the most time to plan. Of course. They're, they're the most aggravating dealing with, you know, models or, you know, staff calling out the morning of and that kind of yeah, stress it, and then no. they make you the least amount of money you get the least amount of return on them sure um that being said this is something i'm really passionate about so i would love i would absolutely love to do a very intensive like five ten people you're gonna learn flash today type workshop there you go i i mean i i not to put you on the spot there but i feel like you're an amazing teacher i've seen you on stage as well and uh, you know, everyone's attention's on you when you when you start talking and teaching. So I think I think <laughs> that would lend well for something. And I completely get the idea that workshops are, you know, they're they're sometimes lost leaders or they're you know they don't make money at all, you know, and they're just sort of like you got to do it for the the awareness factor. Um, but I think from a from a practical standpoint, whether it's a, a live workshop or something online, uh, you know, where you know. People can actually see you set up and photograph these 32 scenarios. I mean, I think that would be phenomenal. I mean, I would buy that, uh, honestly. Um, oh, you my know, gosh. Because some people, some, yeah, yeah, some people, some people, yeah, some people are not book readers, you know, and uh, not to discourage anybody from buying the book, which I know is going to be amazing. I just feel like, you know, the learning has changed in this industry. I agree. Right? So, and very much so. And so books are one thing, videos are the other thing, and of course, online courses are, are another thing. So mm -hmm. um, what mm -hmm. is, and, and, and this is, we've talked about a few things now about the book and uh, things like that. Uh, we wanted, I want to talk to, bring you back to the nifty 50 uh, debate that we were <laughs> talking about. I was under the impression that if you use a lens often enough and you do, it's so often that, you know, you, it's like the majority of the time you use it. It's your favorite lens, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, well, so I I posted a video on my YouTube that got a ton of attention yeah. because I, um, I on purpose, you know, clickbaited the title like a good little girl. And I said, you know, why I use the 50 millimeter for everything. Sure. Now, that's that's true. I do use it for everything. I don't only use it, though. And it's not my favorite lens. It just simply is the one that is the most versatile, ver versatile, versatile. So I can um, I can use it for absolutely everything, including sure. what someone later pointed out, macro shots, if I take it off and turn it around, which I didn't know. And that's so cool. And I want to try that, make a video that on it. Cool. But that is cool. Yeah, you should do the video. Uh, so what is your favorite lens, though, Vanessa? <laughs> My favorite lens is actually a toss up between the 135 millimeter 2.0 and the uh, both Canon, uh, the 85 millimeter 1.4 with image stabilization that recently came out. Those two lenses would be my favorite. While I use the 50 a lot, and it's really great for a lot of scenarios, it's it's not a cam or it's not a lens that when a photo comes out of it, I automatically like, wow, I love this, or it has that something mm -hmm. extra to it. And that's probably a blanket scenario, but the field of view of a 50 is very similar to our human eyes, so. It, when somebody shoots with a 50 millimeter, it doesn't have that extra 
added bonus of being something outside what we normally see every day. While the 135 and the 85 do because it's a just a different field of view, different perspective. You can, you know, argue compression and things like that. Right. But I I tend to like those a little bit better. And it's a toss up. I don't know. I think the 85 might be winning right now. I tend to I've been using that a lot lately. <laughs> I got you. That's great. That's great. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to tell my audience about the book or about the lenses that you use or <laughs> anything else? I know you've mentioned Pro Photo as your choice for off camera flashes. Uh, I mean, there's a that's a solid brand, um, you know, but at the same time, somebody who picks picks up your book, I'm sure, you know, can start with something a little bit different and a little bit less expensive than the pro photos. Uh, mm -hmm. What you know, we can talk about a lot of those things as well. But what is your what is your what's the last word that you'd like to leave us with? Oh, the last word, you know, my goal is just to make this reachable, obtainable for everyone. So I use as simplistic easy to understand language as possible in all of it. I, I don't photographies anyone to death. I try to just make it, make it understandable and, you know, within reach. So give it a try, give it a try. Fantastic. I love it. I, I love the fact that it, it is, um, it is a book for photographers, uh, and maybe even hobbyists who are interested in off camera flash. I think that, I think that might be the appeal really, you know, and, by doing this, by introducing off-camera flash uh, to people's lives, you've actually elevated the standards of photography in a way, right? So, um, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, that's fantastic. I, and we'll hopefully we'll go back to seeing photographs on Instagram that look real rather than, you know, unreal. <laughs> then photoshopped, so, yeah. Then photoshopped, <laughs> right. Um, thanks for joining us today, Vanessa. This has been a great pleasure and an, and an honor, too, uh, to speak with you about your book uh, that is uh, coming out in April called the off-camera yeah, off flash handbook 32 scenarios for creating beautiful light and stunning photographs um, I can't wait to get my hands on thank you thank you hi this is Seishu again if you have enjoyed this podcast why not subscribe to it now just point your browser to differentcast.simplecast.com simple come back and visit us anytime We'll have lots and lots of other interviews here in the next few weeks. Thank you.